Welcome to Time for Nach. It is Sefer Shoftim, it's Parak 4. And we're going to encounter one of the more famous Shoftim. Uh, and in fact, this is from the Haftarah of Bashalach. It starts off with us being oppressed for 20 years, 900 chariots. Sisra is the general of the enemy. It's Yavin Melech Kanan, is the king of the enemy. And it's a very sad time. But then there's Devorah, Isha Nevia, she's a prophet. She's Eishes Lapidos. What does Eishes Lapidos mean? Either it means the wife of Lapidos, which is a reference to Barak. Uh, Barak means lightning. Lapid means a flame, a flash. Or it means that she was energetic, enthusiastic. She instigated things, as we'll see. Um, or it means she made the wicks for the Mishkan. But nevertheless, she is a, 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 a shofetas. She is a judge. Tosis and Shuas discusses how this can be. Certain halachic, uh, halachic uh, discussions over there. We accepted her rulings. We accepted her um, in this position of power. But nevertheless, she was a Nevi'ah. She was a shofetas. She calls to Barak. She says, we, we've got to deal with the enemy. Um, and uh, indeed, he musters a, a good army. Uh, even though the people are very scared, they've been oppressed for uh, 20 years. Um, he, he summons 10,000 people um, and uh, Devorah comes with him. Um, the battle is between them and Sisera. He has his 900 chariots. And uh, beforehand, they are given spiritual chizuk. They're saying that on that day, you know, Hashem will fight our wars. Hashem will be with us. And indeed, Pasuk Tesva, Vayam Hashem, Es Sisra, Es Kalarecha, Es Kalamachna, that Sisra is the one who is uh, losing the battle. He runs away, he dismantles from his chariot, but it says, Vayerit Sisra, Malamarakava, Vayanas Baraglav, and he has to run, he has to flee on foot. What happens next is the combination of what we're going to learn in the Shira, uh, which is the next parak, and also what it says in, in the Gomorrah in Nazir. And um, here we have. Yael. Yael is Aishas Chevra Keni. There's a machlokas whether the husband is Jewish or not. That, that is relevant halachically, as we may see soon. Um, and Yael sees sister running away, the enemy, the, the enemy general. Uh, she realizes, according to some commentaries, that if he regroups, there is going to be danger for Klal Yisrael. And therefore, she decides to invite him into the tent. She feeds him dairy products. Um, they have relations. He falls asleep. And then he, he, she summarily proceeds to uh, thump a tent peg through his temple. Uh, and indeed, uh, he dies. He dies. Yael is celebrated as a heroine. It's called an Avera Lishma. It was a sin which is done for the right reasons. Klal Yisrael are now saved. Um, and that is the story of Sisra. Um, Perak Hay is going to be the song that Torah sang. There are, is just FYI, halachic discussion about how Yael was able to do this, especially if she was married. One of the Gimel Averis Chamuras is one of the three cardinal sins is adultery. And there are various different answers given. Um, the Me'iri uh, talks about this. The Kapas Tamarim Yuma talks about it. Um, and Tosfus in Sanhedrin uh, talks about the equivalent case, which is Esther, who also had to have relations with Achashverosh. Um, and uh, you know, and uh, even though she was married to Mordechai, um, they, they talk about this issue. The answers they give very briefly are, it, it might be different if 
uh, one is uh, if one is having relations with a non-Jew, of course it would still be forbidden, but it doesn't make it a cardinal sin. If it's not a cardinal sin, then one can recourse to saving Klal Yisrael. Um, and others talk about various different elements over here and how much going to save Klal Yisrael is a factor in being able to do one of these things. Nevertheless, you see over here, people who are willing to put themselves out for Klal Yisrael, doing things which aren't easy, doing things which are uncomfortable and really pushing themselves to do so.